Greetings from Sandy, Oregon. Uh, I'm here with Lily Tova of Flying Coyote Farm, the uh, enterprise slash empire. <laughs> um, we are currently in the upper greenhouse on, I don't know if this is, I guess it's the Langsen Sand uh, property. <laughs> is that what you would call it? Uh, well, I call it the home farm these days. Home farm? Okay. I live here. Also suitable. So we're at the home farm up at Greenhouse, picking cucumbers right now. Uh, sunset is about to take place. Space cord, space cord. We would like to introduce you to Lily Tova, Pisces Sun, Taurus Moon, Scorpio Rising. Um, the one we're picking right now is a Persian pickler. So yeah, these ones are little, like a little pickler. They're super cute. They're adorable. They are very cute. I'm sure they're delicious. And then the next row over is a slicer that's like a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. And then the next row over is another slicer that's even bigger. And then there's a yellow Japanese like specialty cucumber. Wow. So that's what you got to look forward to there. Uh, what's your favorite of the three? I actually don't like cucumbers very much. So these are for the people. You're these are for the people. people. Yeah. Wow. Would you say that's your title? Are you farmer? Like if you have to give yourself a title? Uh, like what's the context? Life? Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I identify with being a farmer for sure. What are some other uh, labels you would identify with? Hmm. I mean, I'm a daughter. I'm okay. a sister. Mm -hmm. I identify as female. Mm -hmm. We're talking about gender binaries. Sure, I understand. <laughs> That's a, you know, I was telling Jamie today, uh, there's an episode about my friend that transitioned, uh, meaning she passed away. Uh -huh. I don't usually use that language, but the person, like her son's wife, called me and said, Kathleen transitioned today. And I was like, oh, I'd never heard that terminology before. Did you know what she meant? Pa died. But you she knew that. I did. I knew she meant died because she was in the hospital and she was ill and these things. So I reused that language again. And Jamie was like, transitioned, like, is she a he? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's 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 very uh, that's language. I forget. Yeah, you know? that's like, yeah, that's yeah. definitely. So you identify as female. Yep. So female, sister, daughter, boss. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was going to come in at some time. What else? I would say queen or bitch. Yeah. I also guess. chef. You're a really good mm. chef. Mm, I don't know if I would say that. Wow. Okay, fine. Then maybe a food critic or connoisseur. I like good food. I like the finer. And you know good food. I like the, the finer things in life. You really do. You do. <laughs> it's funny. Today we were talking about um, the Enneagram. The do you farm. know about that? Yeah, but I don't know what I am. I knew all the ones I wasn't. <laughs> What about I'm... Achiever? You didn't identify with the Achiever? I think I'm the Achiever. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Think... You're a three. I think that's the one. I don't know. I'll have to retake it. 
Well, you know, it's it. So I heard about it maybe like um, in 2012. So we're talking six years ago uh-huh. through um, Baylor University's um, resident advisor population. Oh. They were using it in their work environment, basically, to like understand how to work with other people. And That's smart. I mean, it was interesting. To say I always the least. look at people's astrology because I people put their birthdays on their job application, but they don't have the time. No, but I know what their sun sign is, which I know doesn't like say a whole lot, but it says something. It does. Apparently, the big three is a real thing: sun, moon, rising. Which, by the way, what are you? I am a Pisces sun. I am a Scorpio rising, and I am a Taurus moon. The plot thickens, folks. I know. <laughs> Unknown in Enneagram. <laughs> Unknown Enneagram. Uh, Myers-Briggs? <laughs> Don't know. Okay. How about uh, numerology? Number path? Don't know. Well, we can find out right now. Guess yeah. what, folks? do 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 Special <laughs> space court <laughs> event where Lily's mind gets expanded to her numerology number. The way you do this is you add your month, day, and year okay. all together, and this is your life path numerology. Oh, I did this to figure out what my my birth card was for tarot. Okay, Yeah. sure. Because it's like the same thing, yes. you know? Yes, yes. The Hierophant, I think that's right. Good to know, but now you know, your numerology life path five. Okay, two options. A, door A, tell us about your day-to-day. Door uh-huh. B, uh, tell us whatever you want to. <laughs> Um, God, whatever I want to. That's too broad for me. Okay. Stick with what uh, you've been delivered. So today, I harvested all day. Today's restaurant and market harvest day. What restaurants are you servicing? Uh, today, we sold to Heim Bakery, Sea Star Bakery, and Hanson Pizza, Milk Glass Market, Eaten Alive, Arden, Heart, Umi Organics. How much are you giving to each of these places? I mean, some of them are small orders and some are big orders. Okay, yeah. can you give an example of a small order? Like monetarily or volume? Both. A small order would be like four pounds of salad mix, just like a pound of this, a pound of that, you know? Okay. My smallest order today was probably just like 50 bucks. A big order is like, 400 500 bucks it's like 20 pounds of broccoli okay 40 pounds of beets okay uh like 20 pounds of kale a bunch of onions sometimes the bigger orders are less stuff but just a lot more of it gotcha yeah okay yeah so today was harvest day slash bitch gets paid (laughs) is that right make that money pay that payroll all my employees work on hourly. How many employees do you have? I have eight employees. Bitch boss. <laughs> That's where I cue that language. You're on the front lines, right? You you are boss, but you were out there. Yeah, I pick with everyone. I, I do all the, you know, I'm, I work more with the crew on harvest days than I do on field days. Okay. On field days, I'm often like on the tractor or I'm like tomorrow I'm gonna be doing the deliveries. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'm like setting up the next project, you know, I do a lot of running around on field days. I really like harvest days because all I have to do is harvest Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I like harvesting. So what about like the admin stuff? When do you do that? (laughs) How do you, or are you, how do you multiply I usually do that at the end of the day or on the weekends. 
Yeah, I don't know. I do a lot of admin work like when I can, you know. Yeah, it's a couple hours a week. I mean, running a CSA, there's always a lot of... Uh, is that the most challenging admin that you have, the CSA yeah, operations? Probably. Okay. It's the most personal, you know. Okay. Because it's like people who are your members, like writing with questions, queries, you know, comments. Yeah. Right, right. Criticisms. Right. Sometimes you get really nice emails, though, that tell you what a good job you're doing. Mm. <laughs> that feels good. Yeah. But yeah, I would really like to hire an admin person, but... I just don't have Reminding Reminder, dee, 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 dee. this is a genie lamp. So how often do you leave the farm? Uh, that was the first time that I've left the farm, like to go on a trip like that in five years, maybe six, six years. How do you do it? A lot of people, I think they just have this question of how do you do it? Do you have an answer for them? Is there like, any, how do anything I work you... so much? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, what is your motivator? What is your motivator? Uh, I think it's changed over time. Okay. Um, I think initially my motivator was that I really wanted the farm to work. Uh, and now that it's thriving, would you say it's thriving? I should ask you that. How is the farm working? Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. It's working. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, now that makes sense that you kind of have a reevaluation time, right? Yeah. So now what is my motivator? Well, now it's like, I don't feel like I always have a choice, you know, like, mm. I don't know if before I had a choice, but I was like really fixated on the goal of mm -hmm. making the farm work. Mm -hmm. However you want to define that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think like what that means for me has changed over time too. Okay. You know? How would you define it now? What is your current definition of farm working? Um, I feel like now the farm working means that I, the farm is like financially stable enough that I can pay my employees well. Mm -hmm. That feels really important to me. Mm -hmm. That we're taking good care of our land. Mm -hmm. We're feeding a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And that I'm not working as much. <laughs> okay. That's that's a new a new uh, maybe that should be at the top yeah, maybe <laughs> <laughs> I am actually not working as much okay might not appear that way when you're you know it's eight o'clock and we're picking cucumbers <laughs> I've been up since five but it's true I believe you I believe you very much but yeah um, I think I think now now I feel really motivated because I want to create a business where like people can have great long-term jobs and feel really excited about being part of something yeah. and I like my crew and I love the people I work with and I like I said see them enterprise thrive. empire it's amazing yeah. it's beautiful it's your queendom it's my queendom I think yeah at the beginning I was just like it was like sheer will maybe mm -hmm. that motivated me like the will to to make it work mm -hmm. and now it's just like I don't always feel like I have a choice like if it was up to me we would not be doing this right now mm. I mean I guess it is up to me but mm, yeah oh, okay but the plants will just keep growing and then we'll lose all this beautiful food that we worked so hard to grow that seems silly so we talked about uh, one of the challenging things of the week being your flight yeah and just the sheer amount of time that that takes away from you getting to do what you need to do what would you say your most opposite of challenging experience was this maybe? Harvesting for me is really easy. Okay. I That's so why I like the, harvesting. Yeah. Because it's like second nature, you know? Yeah. Riding a bike, eh? Like I don't <laughs> have to think that much and 
I don't know. I feel like I like tap into this like mm. hunter gatherer brain mm. where you like find the right, the right ripe thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's good. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about your past lives? Speaking of hunter and gathering. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I I recently had my chart read. Okay. And she said that I had a signature in my chart that mm. meant that maybe I was a death doula in another <sighs> lifetime. Love it. Tell me more. What'd she say? What'd that mean to you when you heard it? I don't really Did know. Did it resonate? I don't know what it means. I think you totally are a hand in like the metamorphosis of a death. I have thought about it since then because it's interesting. And know? any any thoughts you want to share? Well, I mean, I don't, I, I feel like I do, I'm not nervous about, I mean, this is, maybe, how should I say this? I mean, I harvest animals on my farm. And it's not like uncomfortable for me to do that. Mm, mm. Um, like that that space, like being in that trans that transition space. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that's part of our experience. Mm-hmm. I guess because I also know that even if you only eat vegetables, like there's a lot of there's a lot of death that happens even in the production of vegetables. Sure. And so I feel like that's one thing I've thought about was just how I'm around death a lot Mm, and mm -hmm. it doesn't I guess it yeah it doesn't like bother me Mm -hmm. it just seems kind of natural and normal Mm -hmm. I mean obviously when it comes to my animals like I want them to have good lives Mm -hmm. and to not suffer Mm -hmm. um I don't know but then I guess I thought about it more too is like how does that relate to like people Mm -hmm. because I don't necessarily think she was referring to animals when she said that okay and then I had another astrology person, her mentor, who gave me an astrology reading last year, say that I have a chart signature that means I'm an old king, or I was an old king in a past life. Mm-hmm. A death doula and an old king. <laughs> Let's not limit ourselves to two. I used to not really believe in past lives, so I think it's like a more recent thing that I'm like even open to the suggestion. So my grandfather just passed away, which is one of the reasons I was on that trip away Mm -hmm. when he passed away i had this really distinct feeling that he was like in the realm of ancestors Hmm. like watching over me like a guardian angel that's cool that's the language you want to use i kind of like ancestor more yeah you don't like angels i'm getting too far away but yeah i just i had this like really distinct experience that just felt really true Mm. that this person had passed and they had entered into this other realm Mm -hmm. but that I was still in relationship with them Mm -hmm. and we were still connected Mm -hmm. so I think that that kind of made me think more about what does it mean when we die like Mm -hmm. do we stay distinct Mm -hmm. the reason I didn't believe in past lives is because I didn't believe that when you died you stayed distinct what do you mean by distinct like as a distinct I, like soul or whatever i thought you kind of just like dissolved into the okay energetic the energetic soup, sure and then you came back out and it was like not you mm-hmm. and now you're thinking i don't know what? now i'm just more open to like maybe there is some distinction yeah no that makes me think that how can both exist you know and and what what could exist beyond that you know mm-hmm. like that's kind of what comes up for me as you're saying that mm-hmm. like maybe it's both or yeah. neither yeah or... yeah like it's actually both like there is this element of like 
dissolving and being absorbed into the collective energetic connection that is unconscious, subconscious, conscious, first dimension, you know, whichever way you want to divide it, coupled with the idea that you're actually a distinct individual that's lived out one lifetime and is actually in the process of like transforming into another, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm So, whoa-oh, that's not too bad. That's our first tangle, guys, in 30 minutes. So, yeah, we've made it over halfway through. Well done, well done. I was in Mexico. I was mm-hmm. taking a class about Rudolf Steiner's, like, kind of esoteric belief systems. And, I mean, a lot of it was, like, way above my head. I think he just lives in another realm, kind of. Okay, yeah. So I know things, a lot about that. <laughs> yeah, because it's like the things he talks about, I'm like, yeah, I, I believe it in mm-hmm. some. Like, there's a part of my body that's like, yes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, but I don't really understand it. Right. <laughs> or I've never experienced it. Sure. You know? Sure. So I think that taking that class kind of opened me up more, too, to just the possibility of things being different than maybe I it's just something I hadn't really thought about much before you know? fair enough yeah that's one thing about astrology that Casey keeps telling me like people just don't know and when you don't know and that's like with anything if you don't know about it you're very skeptical yeah you don't understand it you know yeah but the more you learn about it the more you understand the more you can actually shape and articulate opinions experiences thoughts around a particular Right. Do you feel like you, when it comes to astrology, you're on the firm side of like, I'm, I believe in this system? No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because for me, it's, it's, it's still very unknown and the people that I'm working with, it's unknown to them. Like the fact that they can't even articulate it Uh slightly concerns me, you know, Uh like there's this thing of like, it validated everything that was going on in their experience. And as a result, they started studying it and somehow it's true. Like there's these connections slash these patterns that are seemingly a stretch but they actually resonate and they actually work but I was also thinking about belief systems in general and very often there's this element of faith nothing can be completely proven or absolute that's true except for one's own experience which tends to evolve also well for whatever reason that makes me think about how I think an interesting thing about like our generation and even maybe like people a little older than us and then definitely people younger than us Is this idea that, like, what we believe in should be comfortable and convenient Mm. (laughs) to us, you know? Is that? Do you think that's... Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't you think that's kind of, like, the whole premise of New Agey shit? I mean, I feel like that comes up a lot. I feel like like the New Agey shit is more of a, um, you're not alone, you belong. Well, right, but, like, the whole premise of that is, like, no discomfort, you know? Okay, like, yes. No discomfort yes. here. Like yes. anything you believe should like right rise you up and yes. like build you up. Yes, yes. And I think that there's also there's like this skepticism in me because I'm like, well, the whole point of faith is that like you believe it whether it's comfortable or not. Right. You know? Yes. It's yes. not this thing where you're I mean not to say that we like shouldn't do things that build us up, but I also think that there's an element of like discomfort that actually is actually really um transformative I guess mm-hmm. um, but yeah that's something that I think about a lot with like what to believe in life mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like am I just protecting myself from discomfort because that's kind of the thing these but do days do you feel like you live a comfortable life uh yeah mm-hmm. I mean I don't feel like I always appreciate that I do but okay I think if I step back and look at my life I have a lot of privilege you know yes 
but maybe that's different than comfort. Yeah, privilege and comfort are different things. A lot of people feel uncomfortable in privileged situations. Yes, that's true. Sometimes the qu- the crown's too heavy for the queen. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say are your beliefs? Do you have a when someone says what do you believe? Do you have a little spiel? No, not really. If you had to make one up. <laughs> well, I mean, I was raised Jewish. And I think that one of the things I liked about Judaism is that there's kind of this premise that, like, we can never understand what God is, you know? Mm. Like, you'll never know. You'll never Mm. fully understand. Mm. And I kind of like that. Mystery. Yeah. This is a full bucket. There's a lot of cucumbers in here. You do. We are at um, our third five-gallon bucket full. And by we're, I mean Lily has (laughs) done that. And I've been... Uh, witness to the process which has been uh, exceptionally pleasant so then like why would you choose then why wouldn't all of us just choose to believe something that makes us like feel good well I think that goes back to your comfort um, curiosity yeah you know I think some people are uncomfortable feeling well or feeling good I believe that that's part of our journey to go beyond the duality paradigm Mm -hmm. that we've been in for centuries you know Mm -hmm. i think we're moving beyond that and yet still trying to find labels and definitions and things to categorize it when i don't think that's necessarily the case for this next go round i think we're going to tap into a lot more energetics yeah i mean i guess i also believe that people should be able to believe what they want as long as it doesn't like with other people I guess that's the problem is I usually does <laughs> well and but doesn't doesn't that also speak to your idea of just duality in general of like what harms one and uh-huh. what doesn't you know now we're yeah. going into the like you know good and bad yeah I think that's the best campaign surrounding beliefs you live it and then that's it you don't need to be doing meddling in other people's stuff yeah you know? yeah yeah I don't know I you can involve them and like include them in your beliefs you yeah, know but that share mean, it yeah all right, uh, I got one more row and then we're done. One more row, but folks. I'm out of buckets. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. We gotta go get some. Maybe for our listeners, I can let them know that the way we grow our cucumbers, it's like a wall of cucumbers. So we're... we'll take a picture. I was really sad at one point when you were harvesting mm-hmm. that I didn't bring my device out here. Oh, I have my phone. Okay. I mean, usually Saturday's my like chill day, mm-hmm. and I'll actually like meditate and journal trying to do some like little nice rituals for myself so I feel like that's the day where I put some energy into that space so yeah I just tried to like think about well what's the purpose of this space yeah and like if I actually want to have a relationship with this space like I have to maintain it Mm -hmm. just like any relationship you know Mm -hmm. having the altar has coincided or is like part of this other thing that's going on for me, which is I'm trying to like develop a relationship with myself. So I feel like there's been moments where that's felt really like that's thriving. And I think part of it is that creating that space, mm-hmm. a physical representation of mm-hmm. something that I'm trying to do in me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like caring for the altar and remembering to do those things. It's like, I'm trying to do the, that for myself, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not too woo, woo for you? No, no. That's the kind I like. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about how Scorpios are, like, 
so into like deep shit and dark shit and they always want to go so deep and dark and I'm like I don't really know if I resonate with that but okay what about uh deep and dark as in like the unknown yeah I guess like I feel like that's one of your like thrive spaces you know like you're always wanting to like learning right like learn like the great learners don't yeah the great learners don't go into like the same place that they know and that they don't you know like you go into the dark and the unknown that's what i think i feel like scorpios get like a bad rap though they do every sign gets a bad rap to a degree gemini's are crazy the scorpios are so (laughs) sexual and so dark you know like what do people say about cancers so emotional (laughs) babies babies (laughs) do you resonate with that no no i resonate with like intense emotions and like insane insane mood shifts uh-huh. But I don't think my expression is not one of tears. My expression is not like one that impacts my external environment to think like, oh man, she's this way now, she's that way. Uh-huh. I'm pretty consistently in a, ma- a manic state. <laughs> <laughs> a manic state of emotions. Uh-huh. You know? A heightened state. <laughs> right. So that's been my experience as a cancer. Okay. I'm like you. I don't, I don't know a ton. This is the problem with some of space court where I get into all these astrology conversations and I just have no answers. I know I was going bonkers. I felt like it was life saying, Rachel, have your crazy show. We'll support you. That's my life voice. That's that's how your life sounds like a, my life sounds like like a somebody, something (laughs) just easy going and still (laughs) delivering the bad news. Right. Uh huh. Uh confusion give it to me straight you know give me the critique like what well, do you want to hear I, more I of? think I think I I think I'm still confused about what space court is fully I mean I like the idea of interviews though I love interviews I think people are really interesting and getting to know about what people think about things is about their experience you know mm-hmm. I like that so you're still figuring out what it is it's true right it is and it isn't. Like, I do believe that it is a platform to share stories, to, to share gifts uh-huh. that I feel like people share with me all the time. I do believe in beyond what I can see, hear, taste, smell, believe even, you know. Mm-hmm. I have a trust in that. So I just hope that... You go with that. Yeah, and I hope that I'm guided, you know? Like, if all of a sudden I get a dream tonight that's like, go to Mount Achaia in November and protest with Space Corps microphones and don't let them, do, you know? I and would you do, do it. it. Yeah. You have such a beautiful farm. Such beautiful vegetables, Lily. So many cucumbers. Space Court, Space Court.